Hello? Hello, I'm eating an apple. Oh, just uh, just as I called. Mm-hmm. I was like shoving it in my mouth right when you called. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. I just um have made some changes to my podcast studio. Mm. And I have a beanie wrapped around my microphone right now. <laughs> Oh, wow. How uh, good morning, America of you. Is that what that is? No. Well, I cleaned out my closet this week, and now I have an actual space to set my laptop and my recorder and my microphone, and it's way too high up. But uh, we're going to make do. I'm I'm not balancing on top of plastic totes anymore. That's good. I know. I feel like you're when you go in the closet, like it's like all dark or something. Oh, my closet is so exciting now. It's so organized, and I have so much space mm. to run around. I can, I can, I could do a backflip in here if I wanted, if I knew how to. Um, man, I feel like you could totally do a backflip. I'm like shocked you can't. I want to do a backflip. I think that'd be pretty cool. There is a song by Raymond Simone back years ago called Black, uh, called it Backflip. And I used to, it was so ridiculous, but it was like, I want to see a backflip. It was so bad, but I loved it. Who was that? Raven Simone. She was on, you know, she was yeah, on okay. That's I, a Raven. And I thought you said, kid. I thought you said Raymond Simone and I was confused. No, Raven Simone. Okay. Yes. Um. Well, I woke up at 4.15 this morning because of a hailstorm. Mm, mm-hmm. And then I did not fall back asleep. The weather's really bad here, too. Ugh. It's been fine during the daytime. Just at night, all of a sudden, all this ice banging on my window just to say good all, morning. All hail breaks loose. Yeah. I was mad. I was mad at it. I hate that. Well, I had, like, a really crappy day at work because um had some crazy people call in, and they were, like, really rude to me. So it kind of sucked. Oh, no. But, and, and it's gloomy outside, so I'm like, well, dang, but... I've got my apple, I've got my Brent, and I've got my peanut butter. So there you go. There you go. Well, it's beautiful and sunny and warm outside now here. Well, good for you. Because it's summer in Texas. That's right. I know. I laughed when the other day when it was the first day of spring. I was like, Brent's like, forget spring. It's summer, baby. Oh, yeah. The first day of summer happened before the first day of spring. <laughs> it sounds like poetic or something. I went to the pool this afternoon. Mm. Okay. So I went to the pool earlier this week. I want to say Monday. And I was reading a book out there. Mm. I was the only person out there just enjoying some sun. And this girl came out who could not figure out how to get into the gate she was you have to you have to lift up a latch and pull and she was pushing (laughs) she's like how did you get in there uh she had uh she sat down and she goes do you mind if i play some house music it's just her by herself and i don't even know what house music is are you kidding me and i was like uh i mean sure i'm almost done here anyway so whatever so she lays out and has a speaker and starts playing this loud i guess that's what house music is that's weird. And I was like, if you're just out here by yourself, why don't you have headphones? But I was right. about to go in, so whatever. And today, again, I was reading, and she came out and did not speak to me because I was turned the other way and started playing her house music again. I'm like, of all the things, if you're going to weird. relax in the nice sun and just breathe it in, you want to hear like, like... Did it have, like, singing? Uh, Some of the songs would have, like, one vocal line that would be repeated over and over again. It'd be like, I'm feeling so good. I'm feeling so good. And it would just do that through the whole song. (laughs) Uh, Have you ever seen the movie Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, I've seen it. 
I always think about that one scene where, where they're like, okay, next up is such and such band. And the guy goes, okay, I'm ready. He goes, I am so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Basically. I mean, as far as I know, that's also house music. Anyway, so that girl's just out there doing that. She sounds kind of like a weirdo. I bring headphones when I listen to things in the pool. Just saying. Well, yeah. What was the book that you were reading? So I finished reading Starship Troopers today. How Was it good? Yeah, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> it was fine. It was mostly about a boy becoming a man through the military. And, and even though it's like futuristic and they're fighting aliens, it didn't talk about that as much. It mostly talked about him uh, just growing up as a person hmm. through the military. And I guess the one of the themes of it was you should, people should focus more, quit focusing so much on, oh, my rights, my rights, my rights, but focus on what your duty is. And it reminded me of hmm. the, the JFK quote, like, ask not what your country can mm-hmm. do for you, but what you could do for your country and it was just about this boy like growing up and becoming a man because he accepted his responsibility and i think some of the controversy the controversy of it may have been like oh the only way for anyone to be happy is through this militaristic state and but to me it just seemed like that was just the scope of this book but it wasn't trying hmm. to say that like you have to you have to succumb to some military state for everything to be right, right in the world it was just like learn to accept resp- grow up and accept responsibility and uh that's how you self-actualize that seemed to be the message of it so i actually enjoyed it there was a lot of military talk i He kept bouncing around from like one platoon to the other, and they kept introducing all these different characters, and I didn't really know one character from the other. Like this lieutenant here versus this colonel there, and I was like, okay. And when was that written? People would die, and I'd be like, okay, great. I don't remember which one that was. It was a 1953. Okay. Oh, weird. I for some reason I thought that was written in the 80s. Maybe the movie came out in the 80s. I don't remember. I think the movie's newer than that, even. Um, but what I really loved is that it had this like 50s talk in it every day. Mm. He would keep saying like, oh, golly, I don't know. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> I, I always it. love that in books when you're like, what? And then I came across the phrase. He said, oh, well, this uh, Navy man was just feeling his oats. <laughs> I was like, does that date back that far? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's like one time I read this weird book called The Rachel Papers. Uh, mm. by Martin Amos. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. I've tried to read it multiple times and I just can't get into it. But there's literally a scene where there's like a, I guess it's a sex scene or whatever. But there's a scene Uh-oh. where he says the term chestnut orb. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, what the heck does that mean? And I, I remember I reading this book when I was in high school, as a senior in high school, or attempting to read it. And I was like, t- like my friends and I like Peter Pants in the middle of the English class because I was like telling them about it. And I still don't know what that means. I mean, I, I think I can get the idea but it so was weird. I feel like chestnut orbs are something uh, that my mom would use as a centerpiece on the Christmas dinner table. She would, right. she could get a big vase and fill it with chestnut orbs. Exactly. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me. Right next to the cornucopia. Yeah. Exactly. Weird. <laughs> that was like um, weird. It's weird how things are described sometimes. Um, I am reading a book called Bunny, and the um, the uh, writer's name is Mona. I can't think what her last. Um, but it is. I feel like you would enjoy it. It's so weird. It's like it's written like a black comedy, but okay. it's about this girl named Samantha. And she goes to grad, she's in grad school and she, it's, it's just hilarious, but it's weird. And she's, uh-oh, I uh-oh, lost you I for a it. second. 
I know I got like a notification about weather. Oh, um, weird. Yeah, it was weird. Um, so anyway, Ava and Samantha are friends. Samantha is very intrigued by these group of four girls called that that they're referred to as the bunnies. And the two, the four girls literally speak to each other. They're like Stepford wives kind of, and they speak to each other like this. They go, I love you, bunny. What did you do this weekend, bunny? Well, I was with you this weekend, bunny. I oh. love you, bunny. Anyway, That's so weird. the girls are <laughs> very intrigued by it and they all look like they all like have beautiful hair. They all are like described. She describes them all to like look a certain way. She calls one the Duchess and one cupcake and one creepy doll. Anyway, she's invited to one of their uh, smut salon parties. What? And this what? literally was called. I'm not kidding. It's okay. so funny. It's like a, it's literally a black comedy. So she goes and um, basically has to like recall this like weird story or whatever. It is so good. And like, it's just one of those things. I didn't bring it to work today. I was so upset. I didn't finish it, but it is so funny. Like, I love it. I love, like, really quirky, dark comedies. But it sort of has, like, not secret history vibes, but it's, like, sort of in that same realm, I guess. It um, has creepy dolls, which you do love. I do love creepy dolls. But creepy doll is kind of weird looking. I don't... The, the, everybody's described super, like, just very strange. It's just... I don't know. It's just, it's very descriptive, and the and the writing is, like, some of the best writing I've read. Um, um, what's the name of it again? Bunny. It's called Bunny. By who? It's Mona. I can't think of the last name right now. I should have come prepared. Mm, tisk, tisk, tisk. Well, that'll be oh, in the man. show notes if anyone is curious. I'll have then, it there. And then this, at the beginning of the week, I literally read a book called Clown in a Cornfield. Yeah. And it's exactly as you would think. I, um, it's I'm about, not thinking anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's about a girl who come, who moves to this town with her dad. It's a small town. It's it's called something kettle. I can't think what it's called because I keep getting that confused with Devil's Kettle from Jennifer's Body. But anyway, they move to this town and like she she meets like her next door neighbor who's real cute. And this other guy is real cute. And they, they're, anyway, they get in trouble really easily at school. She can't figure out why. They're like almost banned from Founder's Day. Long story short, at the end of Founder's Day, they're having, like the teenagers are having a party. And all of a sudden, like amongst the cornfield, there's like somebody like dressed as a clown, as the clown is like the, the town's mascot. And starts, like, killing people. Or, like, teenagers. Mm. It was really... I mean, it was funny. It was weird, though. I mean, it was, like, a lot to handle. And I read that in, like, 24 hours. But, yeah. Well, that sounds like fun. It was a lot to handle. And I'm also reading a book right now about the Salem Witch Trials, which is really good, too. It's, like, a history of the Salem Witch Trials. Okay. It's not fiction. No, it's not fiction. It's, like, historical. Okay. Yeah. And it sort of talks about ghosts and stuff, too. It's pretty good. Well, Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to read next. I just finished this book like an hour ago, so I'll mm-hmm. figure something out. Mm-hmm. You should read Bunny. <laughs> if I can get it from the library, then maybe so. You might could. I'm not sure. Um, With these Austin library wait times that are like 12 weeks for anything. That's crazy. I know. I, um, I also watched a pretty interesting movie on Saturday called The Collingswood Story. It, like, came out, it was about to come out right when all of the Blair Witch stuff came out, but it got pushed back into 2007, which I guess is, like, eight years later, which is crazy. Um, but it is, like, filmed on, like, it, it's, just, it's like, funny in a sense because it's filmed on, like, a, like computers, but they have to, like, use actual, like, home phones to call in the computer to get the, to get to be able to, like, almost, like, Skype the person. Okay. It's, so it's, like, very old technology. Um, but it's about a guy and his girlfriend and she's in grad school in Collingswood and he's in New Jersey. So they're eight hours away. And like, 
you know, he wants to like talk to her as much as possible and she's in grad school. So she's writing. And anyway, it's her birthday and he like hires like this medium to like talk to her, like for fun. Those scenes with the medium are so creepy to me. Like it is so creepy. And like, because there's no special effects, there's nothing like that makes it like a thousand times scarier to me. So it was really, it was like a hidden gem and I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you did. Yes, it was great. Crunch. I have to eat my apples. An, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I feel like I'm hungrier when I'm done with an apple than before I started eating it. It's weird. I put peanut butter on mine, though. I talk to my grandparents every week on the phone. Uh-huh. And the other week, or I should say, my one grandmother, I always talk to her. She's She loves food. She loves good food. So I'm always telling her about what food I'm preparing and cooking and stuff like that. Aww. And the other week, I said something about how, oh, yeah, I'm working out so much. I'm, like, always hungry. I'm, like, always eating. And I said, the other day, I made a butter sandwich because that's what I had around and that's what I wanted. <laughs> and apparently, she took this information and called my dad and thought that it was some cry for help. She was like, Brent doesn't have enough food. He says he's constantly hungry. And the only thing he was able to eat the other day was bread with some butter on it. <laughs> I was like, oh and she did not seem concerned like that in our phone call at all. One thing she did said, say at one point, I was like, yeah, I'm just always hungry. She goes, well, Brent, do you think maybe that's because of how much you're working out? And I was like, Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 absolutely that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not and there's a it's a different kind of hunger. It's Yeah. It's not like, "Oh, I need to eat. I'm so hungry." It's like, "Oh, I'm low energy and I I want to eat more cuz it's it's just a different hunger feeling." That's how I am too. Yeah. I mean, cuz I I have to eat like I I'm a lot more hungry than usual because of because I work out so much. So yeah, I get that. So she just she worries about everything like that. <laughs> and I had to tell crazy. her no. I had to tell my dad. I was like, "Well, she got all the facts right, but she came to just the wrong conclusion." Oh my gosh! Bless her heart. She's just looking out for you. But it's like, no. I mean, sometimes it's okay to eat some bread and 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 butter. You know. Uh, she just worries all the time. Sometimes I'll say, "Oh yeah, I'll probably go out on a walk tonight," and she goes, "Well, not tonight. You mean this afternoon?" I was like, "No, probably tonight." She goes. Not after it gets dark, Brent. I'm like, I, I we've been over this a lot of times. I live in this cute little neighborhood. Like, it's fine. She goes, why, Brent? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just going to go for a walk. It's fine. I do it half. I do it every other day. And I have for the past four years. It's that's It'll be fine. That's when you're going to hold up all your fingers and go, I'm this many. You know? <laughs> I, know. I don't even have enough fingers for that anymore. I know. Exactly. Um, That's crazy, though. I know that. Um, I mean, I, I love walking night. It's very relaxing and soothing. I mean, unless you're like, like I have a friend who used to like wander downtown Birmingham at night, which is kind of stupid. But other than that, if you know where you are, all is good. Yeah. I'm definitely not downtown. I'm not in the inner city. Good. I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just in a neighborhood. <laughs> like this, this neighborhood here has children walk around without their parents in this neighborhood. Like it's, oh, that's nice. it's fine. Like <laughs> it's not a scary place. I don't know. Oh, I, you know, I always wish that I could have had a community like that. I mean, sort of where I live now, I live in Homewood um, now, but it, it would have been so nice to grow up in a little community where, you know, the kids could like, you know, bike to somewhere and hang out and like, we, we just never had that. Oh yeah, kid. I know. I want to live in the sandlot. 
Yes. Oh my gosh, I love the Sandlot. That's what's up. Well, like, these kids don't have anywhere to bike to, really. It's just a little subdivision thing. But yeah, I see still... kids out there. They sometimes there's a basketball hoop. Sometimes Aww. they're just walking. You know, Aww. at least they're there. Are they playing Foursquare? I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but I do see hopscotch out on the sidewalk a lot of the time. Oh, that's so fun. You'll take a picture for me of your neighborhood sometime because I would love to see it. Okay, or just come here. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, So I'll tell you some cool news. I am going on a life purpose trip to Utah in April from the 19th through the 24th. And we're going to different parks and things like that. And just, and we have like a yoga instructor, we have like a person, like a life purpose instructor and things like that. So I think it's going to be like really like spiritual and like really eye opening. So I'm really excited about that. And we're going to be camping. Uh, are you converting to the church of Latter-day Saints? <laughs> no, 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 it's not okay. the people who live there. And I'm, the people that are doing it are not okay. Mormon. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not like you that. life it's- purpose. I'm going to Utah to find my life purpose just to be a sister wife (laughs) no 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 it's not like that this is like something that I really need because I'm trying to figure out who I am and what I need to do with my life so it'll be really really cool well that does I I made a joke that does sound very cool yes yeah so I'm just trying to find myself I'm gonna go camping so bad I've never been so this will be new for me and I might have diarrhea and die but it's okay you probably won't I thought you say you probably will. And I was going like, you're such a good friend, Brent. Like, I love the idea of sitting out in the wilderness and like reading and writing and mm-hmm. breathing in the fresh air. Like good old Huckleberry fan. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking, I, I was at the used bookstore the other day and I found two entire shelves that were Huckleberry Finn. That's right. That's so weird I said that because you, you sent that to me. That's so I, random. Yeah, I, I did. It was just so much of it. And then I went to another used bookstore and they also had that many Huckleberry Finns. Oh it's just gosh. it's just there are so many copies of that book that everyone had to read. And I just remember how difficult it was to read because you, you basically had to read it out loud and listen to yourself. Right. Because it's not right. regular words in there. <laughs> Right. I didn't, I don't think I ever read that. Maybe I tried, but I didn't understand it very well. Uh, I just know Big River, the musical based on Huckleberry Finn. That's a a really fun musical. It's not great, but it's really fun. Uh, I was almost in that show. Really? Yeah, at Red Mountain, and then I didn't do it. Um, we did it at Montevallo. Okay. We did it in the Black Box Theater, which was really cool. And we, like, the audience, I when I say we, they, I was in the theater department, but I was not in it because I can't sing or dance or do any of that. But I, um, we sat on, like, benches while we watched it, and then everybody, like, kind of danced and, and, like, acted around us. It was really, really neat. I liked it a lot. Well, good. Yeah, it was a fun show. Do you know... Do you remember, because I'm, do you know Peter and the Wolf? Yes, I do. Do you remember us go, I I feel like I probably saw this at the Children's Theater with you, at Birmingham Children's Theater. I know I've seen it twice, so once must have been with with our school. I lost you again, and I keep getting these weather reports. Oh, is it, is it? coming down there no i just keep getting them i mean like at 2 a.m i'll get like a and it's like there's a child that's missing and they're in 75 counties away from you oh yeah it's 4 a.m i turn those off Ugh. yeah so sorry continue anyway peter and the wolf is a symphony for children that tells a fairy tale um and each of the characters in this fairy tale are represented by a different instrument in the orchestra and I know I've seen it twice at Birmingham Children's Theater, so I feel like 
once must have been with our school. So I feel like possibly you've probably seen it before too. <laughs> I remember when we watched Heidi. Uh, yes. Um, so at the used bookstore the other day, I found this piano book for children from 1967 Aww. with this really cute artwork on it. And it's the full Peter and the Wolf inside, but it's like easy piano version. Aww. Did you get it? I definitely got it. It was two forty nine. I got oh. it, and I also got one that's the same deal with the Hansel and Gretel ballet, and I cool. don't care about that one as much. But now I love this idea of, ah, podcast studio disaster. There was an earthquake. Actually, I, oh, just, no. I just yanked on a cord and didn't knock oh. some things over. Don't do that. I just love this idea of sitting down for a group of kids one day and telling the whole Peter and the Wolf story to these kids and playing through it on the piano. It's got all the words in between each of the songs that you're supposed to say to tell the story. I know. I thought it was the cutest thing ever. I love that. I feel like you would be the best, like, theater teacher for, like, a middle school or something. Well, I want to be a theater teacher for a high school. Well, either way, younger your kids that are still kind of wet behind the ears. Well, that's the plan. One day to do that. Woohoo! I'm realizing that I need to get into theater somehow, any way, as soon as I as possible. That's yes. what I need in my life. I need some kind of theater. I don't know if I'm going to take improv classes or what. I just need to be doing something. I've thought about taking an improv class or getting back into theater at some some point. I just feel so burned out at the end of the day. Like, I, all I want to do is work out and, like, lie on the floor and, like, wait till morning. All I want to do is be goofy with other people in improv class. <laughs> I know. I always think of Michael Scott now that I, when I, when somebody mentions improv class. <laughs> With him and his, and his guns. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then he like attended that improv class too and like would always talk about it. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good, that's a good episode. I love that. I am. Um, I don't know if you listen to the office ladies, but they do a podcast. Um, it's no. Ange- Angela and um, Pam do it. Yeah. I've heard of it, but no, I haven't yeah. listened to it. And the last episode they did was the dinner party episode. That's one of my oh, favorite ones. That's based on who's afraid of Virginia Wolf by Edward Albee. Really? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love that episode so much. It makes me cringe, but I love it so much. It's it is so the most dramatic episode of the whole show. Yeah, oh, 100%. It's so... I don't know how they got through that whole thing without, like, dying laughing. I heard it, it... The initial script was not supposed to end with everybody reconciling at the end. It was just supposed to be very dark at the end. And they they decided as they were filming it that it needed to wrap up a little nicer. You know, speaking of that, I don't know if you know this, but this is just a nugget of historical fact. Um, but in Little Women, when Louisa May Alcott originally wrote that, I don't know. Have you read that? Do you know anything about it? I only know that one song that Sutton Foster sings in the musical. Okay, That's all I know. I hate the musical. Okay, so let me That's let a me good give song, you a, though. Let me give you like a two minute rundown on it. Okay. So it's about a girl named Joe and her three sisters, Amy, Beth, and Meg. Okay. And they have a mom named Marmy and they have a next door neighbor who's totally hot. And his name is Laurie. Smarmy. <laughs> He's so hot though. And okay. he was, and Laurie was played by Timothy Chalamet in the recent movie. So I was all for it. But anyway. He's a babe. So Joe and Lori are like BFFs. And then finally, like when they get kind of like a mayor of marry, marrying age, mm-hmm. he's like, I love you. And she's like, I don't love you. And then it's like such a shock when you read that because you're like, what do you mean? Like, can't this book just end here? 
Um, so she goes to New York to be a nanny and or like, yeah, a nanny for these kids. And she meets this old man whose name is Professor Bear. And thank God he was played by a younger guy in the mo- the current movie because usually he's played by a 75 year old man. And I'm not kidding you. She like, anyway, at the end, she leaves because her sister Beth dies. So she goes back to her home and then Professor Bear comes back and they have like a moment and he like is into her and then you you assume that they're going to end up together. Well, in the original story, Louisa May Alcott was not going to have Professor Bear come out, come back, come out, come back. Mm-hmm. So they were just going to have it where Joe was going to wind up alone with like no change in her life. Mm. So I thought that was so weird, but I get that. But I've never been a big fan of that ending anyway, because it should have been with Laurie. And I think about that all the time. Yeah, I think about it all the time, too. And I totally agree with you 100 percent. You do not think about it all the time. <laughs> but I mean, if you knew, you would. Probably. You're you're definitely probably it's right. Ups- it's upsetting. But the newer, the newest movie um, with Saoirse Ronan was really, really good. That was probably the best. And I love the Wine on a Rider one. Um, but the, the uh, Catherine Hepburn one is not good because she's like 85. How many are there? There's the one from the 30s, the one from the 50s, the one from the 90s, and then the one today. And the one from Broadway. Yeah, we don't talk. I just hate that musical, and I don't know why, but I... I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I just hate it. Um, and there's, like, been TV versions of it and stuff, too, but I love that. I mean, I, I love the story, but it's definitely not a good musical, in my humble opinion. I prefer big women, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. Nine one one. We need to report a crime. This has been The Brent. And Sky Show. A weekly podcast about growing up. But not too fast. If you like the show, remember to tell your friends. And consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. You can find our show notes at Brent and Sky. That's S-K-Y-E. Dot com. Yay! Gotcha. Because, yeah, when I'm in Utah, we definitely won't be able to do that. <laughs> that is very exciting. That sounds very that sounds excited. really cool. I want to do something like that. It's just it's like a walkabout. Yeah, just like John Locke. I know, exactly. Thanks for getting that reference. Every time I say that, every time I say that, I think John Locke. Thank You've you. talked about walkabouts in your dreams on this podcast before. Thank you so much for understanding. Aw. Remember when Lost was a really great show and then it wasn't? Do you remember when I watched every single episode like ten times? <laughs> I just remember after after they well I loved this the season when they were in the 70s and then it got a little too strange for my liking. I loved it every minute of the way. I loved the absurdity of it. I just it was a really great show. Like it was very the character development was so good and I I remember like ugly crying when Shannon died. She was my favorite. In season 1. She died in like season 2, the end oh. of season 2. Oh. Get it right. I don't remember. <laughs> She and Saeed had their, like, hot time on the beach, and then she was shot by... Yeah, it's her brother who died early on. Yeah, who uh... shot her? Was it Anna Lucia? I think so. I hated her. Talk about hate. Gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> in my in my head, I'm just picturing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, my god! I can't remember the actress's face. Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez. I can't remember her face. <laughs>
Uh, I think it was Michelle Rodriguez who played her. That sounds familiar. But anyway, I hated that character with a fiery burning passion. But I love that show, and I wish I kind of wish they'd reboot it or something. It's too confusing. It is way too confusing. You're right. All I know is one time you're going to die when I tell you this. So in Lost, the character Walt, you know, he yeah. is in a band called MKTO, which I used to be obsessed with. And I saw them play in Chattanooga. Oh, and like I, in real life he's in the band. Yes. Okay. And I like sent him a tweet and I was like, finally found Walt. <laughs> and he liked it. I was Aww. so excited. I was so excited. But yeah, I am. Um, I always, it always cracked me up because he's like an adult now. And, you know, we still never really understood any of that stuff. Like, wasn't he taken, but we never saw him again? No, you saw him again. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eventually. Good times. <laughs> I'll get to it eventually. Eventually. Where is that from? The Amanda Show. It's right. Aw. I love The Amanda Show. I quote The Amanda Show more than anyone else I know. <laughs> I mean, it's great. And every time something weird happens in my life, I'm always like, bring out the dancing lobsters. Bring out the dancing lobsters. <laughs> I love it. 